The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement How long before gift? a wedding should I send out and save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today we're going to talk about content creation best practices. Joining us is Katrina McKinnon, who is the founder of Copysmiths, which creates custom content at scale for e-commerce stores and affiliate blogs. Yesterday, Katrina and I talked about creating high-performing e-commerce content, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about human touch versus AI copywriters. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Katrina McKinnon, the founder of Copysmiths. Katrina, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Ben, it's lovely to chat to you two times in a row. Two days in a row. We got one day more. So, hey, we're almost halfway through. we best friends. Let's make the best of it. Hey, it's good to see you again. So yesterday we talked about high-performing e-commerce content and Copysmiths and your approach is make some fun stuff. People aren't just looking for drab, boring, product-based content. They want something that's entertaining, and then they want something that's useful as a point of comparison as they're going through research. And all along the way, you're building credibility, you're building trust, you're building authority. So when they get to your product pages, which are basically standardized at this point, they know you, they like you, they're ready to pull out their wallet. Now, this all seems very logical, But I guess the big question is, do you have to do this anymore? 
right? The machines are coming. Is it actually worth humans writing the content or can we use all the AI generated content services to start making fun, interesting, compelling content that builds trust and authority to get people to buy something? Knock yourselves out. Go for broke. Why not? And experiment with it and then test it. Really? (laughs) I totally (laughs) thought you were going to be like, no, no, it's just not that good anymore. No, God, no. Knock yourselves out. Each to their own. I sort of think if you like doing it that way, you just go for gold. But we don't use AIs. I have fiddled around with AIs. I've tried AIs. I've seen how they work with, I've got friends who use AI to generate content and it's not for us, our business. Something you might not know, which you might find curious, all of our team are in Kenya. So as you can tell by my accent, I'm Australian. I mainly have American clients, but our entire team is Kenyan because in Kenyan, they have a very high unemployment rate. They have the economy is, let's say, not the best. It's not very stable. And so I love the idea of giving people jobs. And because I know that when you hire a woman with two kids who's maybe single, she uses that money for education and food and medicine. That's my experience. So I personally love using tools to run our business. So I love using tools. We use tools like Monday and Basecamp and Hubstaff. Love all that automation. Yeah. We're we're Monday users too. I love it. Monday's phenomenal. I have literally built this entire... I'll have to show you our Monday boards when we're done here. Oh yeah. God, yeah. I, I will totally nerd it up with you on that because Monday, the automations that I've built in that, we've completely built this entire platform on Monday. It's brilliant. But we need the human touch because... We need stories. We need fun stories. And you know what people do that AI doesn't do? Is it creates surprises. You get surprised. I was going to say toot. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that too as well. But AI doesn't kind of mix it up and do something a little bit odd or a bit crazy. And it's these surprises in life that create the surprising results. So I was just literally reading an article by Suzanne and it's, you know, it's an article for this client that is all about CRO. But you know what? She started with a story. She started with this sort of little oddball story that I don't know, I can't even remember it now, but I I read her whole introduction. And normally I will skim read introductions because they're sort of like, oh, well, you should buy this product or you should do this or you should do that. And I read it. And so that creates dwell time. It creates engagement. And AIs don't yet understand analogies and metaphors and they can't create these surprising little moments in content. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow who? Moo. I don't know if that was a very good one. (laughs) The reason why I use my favorite knock, knock joke, and admittedly, I've got a two and a five-year-old at home, so that's their favorite joke as well. The notion of nuance and humor and tone is something that artificial intelligence doesn't understand. Yeah. Now, I get it. They're not human. They're robots. They process natural language and they could put words in order and might even be able to accurately describe something. Yeah. But the emotion, the tone and the humor that comes in writing, the perspective that a human has, computers don't have yet. But there is a part of me that is a little curious about using computers to be able to create content at volume 
And what do we get sacrificed when we can create keyword coverage across every single term and I can just AI and machine learn and produce thousands and thousands of pieces of content. So even if it's not great, it's going to get a lot of attention from a lot of people. Doesn't that boost the bottom line? It won't get attention from people. Sorry, Ben, but it won't. It won't get attention from people. It gets attention from the algorithms. It gets attention from the search engines. So the guys that use AI, you're absolutely right. They generate keyword-rich content that serves a a purpose. It's very tightly written. It's beautifully done. It's generated bit by bit over time. So they'll literally say, well, let's do a product page about, I don't know, fountain pens. And it will describe each of the features of the fountain pen absolutely beautifully and perfectly. But it would be a little bit like saying, okay, for the rest of your life, you're just going to eat these protein bars because all the nutritional value that you need in those protein bars is there. You can survive on protein bars. For the rest of your life, just eat protein bars. And that's what these guys, these SEO gurus are doing with AI is they are lazy because they are using AI to generate content. And I agree that you can do it at scale. You can generate a huge amount of content. It will never create true brand resonance, true brand affinity, credibility. It's just a protein bar to feed the body, but not the soul. So I think there's a balance. I love that metaphor. That artificial in copywriting is the protein bars and Yes, you can survive, but there's a question of who wants to live like that. Yeah, and it's scientifically backed, you know? Yeah, I think that that's brilliant. Now, there is part of artificial intelligence that is useful in the copywriting process. And I think that things like keyword research and evaluating your content, you know, the evaluation of your copy or what should you prioritize is really useful. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So talk to me about where you are using tools, technology, artificial intelligence, machine learning to not necessarily write the copy, but influence what you actually want to produce. We used to use Surfer SEO for everything. We used it on a few thousand articles. We don't. We don't anymore unless a client specifically comes to us and says, I really want to use Surfer SEO. So one of the things that I believe is that 
when you use these kinds of tools, they make a little bit of a fingerprint because when you want to write about a fountain pen, let's say your keyword's fountain pen. At any time, Surfer SEO will generate a set of keywords for a fountain pen. It will change over time because I believe that their API will be connecting in real time to Google and will be discovering the best sort of keywords. But it's still creating a same set of keywords and it's creating the same stamp of keywords. We discovered, and it's not through us, our clients told us that when we didn't use Surfer SEO, they liked our articles more because they flowed and the ideas were interesting and there were nuances in the work. Whereas when we used Surfer, we found that the writers would sort of stuff the keywords in awkward places. We used to hide some of the keywords into alt tags because they just didn't make any sense. And then we got to a point where we said, well, instead of absolutely going for a perfect score with Surfer, we will just go for an okay score. In actual fact, we'll ignore their, they've got this meter that sort of flicks from left to right to sort of say whether it's good or bad or not. We ignored all of that and we would only use the keywords, a few of the keywords that they would suggest just to keep the writers on track. But we don't use that surfer anymore. So we actually don't use, we use hrefs to find all the keywords that we want to write about, but that's really just about search intent. That's really just about finding out Well, what are people, what's the actual phrase that people are searching for on the internet? Are they searching for sheds or are they searching for greenhouses? So we only really use hrefs. You know, there's keyword research that I think artificial intelligence is great. And I hear what you're saying in the sense of you don't want to just write for the search engines. But to me, the process here is you understand the keyword or the topic that is important to your audience. You go and create a piece of content. And then you can use artificial intelligence, you can use machine learning to customize that content to get some of the keywords in that'll help you give yourself a boost in Google. There's a a variety of different tools that are out there. I think Market Muse has one. I know Searchmetrics has the the content experience tool where you take a piece of content, then it says, well, if you could just put the word ballpoint in twice more, you'll jump three spots in the rankings. Okay, look. I can go and I could say, unlike a ballpoint pen in my fountain pen article, twice somewhere. And by putting that phrase, now all of a sudden Google thinks that I've written the perfect piece of content and I move from spot two to spot one. What's the harm? I do think there's some artificial intelligence value using those types of tools as well. You know, it works. What we've discovered is it's different layout. It's different layout and formatting components that works. So we worked for Gardening Channel, wrote a couple of hundred articles for gardeningchannel.com. And what we did was we would, and this was in the really early days, we would optimize a piece of content. So we had, Lars had an article about potato bugs and he said, oh, could you just optimize this and fix it up? So we did. And the thing that made it jump from, and this, you know, potato bugs has like, I don't know, 30, 40,000 search volume. The thing that made it jump from 40th position to the second position was the fact that we use very specific formatting and layout elements such as checklists. We put testimonials in and we use tables. So we put in, we also use screenshots out of YouTube videos. So Google had never seen those images before. We had analogies and metaphors in there. We would use step-by-step instructions plus bullet lists. So it was things that created rich media. If you go to the advanced blogger guidelines on Google, it says write well and often. Nowhere does it say use all the right keywords and make sure you use them in the correct order and the correct cadence and the correct frequency. 
the whole advanced blogger guidelines in Google talks about rich media and it talks about experience with reading. So we've learned that if you use, for example, I'm not picking on Surfer. Surfer's great. I love Surfer. We still use it with some clients if they really want it. No problems with Surfer. I just don't think it's the edge of what people are looking for. We've done Surfer content, which is just slabs of text. And then we've also done articles where it has a a flow and a rhythm and a cadence where it's interrupted. The content is interrupted by images, tables, lists, ordered lists, unordered lists, testimonials, screen grabs, all sorts of stuff. That content always does better. I'm going to use a crass term. You can't polish a turd. If your content isn't good, if the format of your content isn't good, if it's not compelling, if it's not engaging, even if you create a piece of content that ranks well, there's no real value in it, right? The end user might click. They might get to your website. They're not going to be compelled to take the next action that you want. And that's really, to me, the difference when we talk about AI versus human-written content. Artificial intelligence at this point, to me, can create some content, but it, it, they're, it's seat fillers. It's not actually the people that matter. It's not getting you the type of clicks that you want. And that's really what matters. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Katrina McKinnon, founder of Copysmiths, for joining us. Join us again tomorrow when Katrina and I wrap up our conversation talking about what types of content rank on Google. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Katrina, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her Twitter handle is underscore Kat McKinnon. That's underscore K-A-T-M-C-K-I-N-N-O-N. Or you can visit her company's website, which is copysmiths.com, C-O-P-Y-S-M-I-T-H-S.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out over social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Schaap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream, of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 